Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us in our third, third episode, episode of, of Don't Spill the Tea. Tonight, <laughs> today, he didn't say it. Whatever you're watching. I, did Avery say it? No, I don't think so. It's y'all. I'm trying to do the intro. Sorry. And you're talking in the middle. Sorry. Of it. We have to start over now. No, we Sorry. don't. Yes, you do. Yes, we do. Ugh. This be perfect. Thank you. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Okay. Be uh, a nice human. <laughs> That's the cup she needed to know. Be a nice human. This is what I'm reminding myself of right now. Be a nice human. Be a nice oh. human. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this third episode of Don't, Don't Spill, Spill the, the tea. tea. Joining us tonight, we have my husband, Jason. My dad. And Hello. we're going to be talking about his occupation as a travel nurse. Okay, let's see. Question one. First, before... Should I introduce myself? Yeah, introduce yourself. Hey. <laughs> yeah, do that. So, my name's Jason, husband to Shannon, dad to Phoebe. Um, I am an LPN, a licensed practical nurse, um, which is the same as like a licensed vocational nurse in Texas and California. Um, I've been a nurse for 14 years now. Um, yeah, 14 years. Um, and we have been traveling full-time for six. <laughs> she doesn't like her teeth. <laughs> okay. That one was originally mine. So that one burns me. Let's talk a little bit before we get into the questions about the types of facilities that you have worked in. Traveling or just in general? Traveling, because where this focus is nursing. So. Okay. So as far as traveling goes and nursing, I've mostly worked in prisons. I've worked in a lot of prisons in Tennessee and uh, uh, Texas. Um, I've also worked at a Native American clinic and a long-term care facility. Okay, we'll start with the first question we received. Amanda asks, how much do you miss your sweet, loving sister? Um, my sweet, loving sister? I, I didn't know that I had a sweet, loving sister, but I do have a younger... Slightly annoying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, that is probably the hardest part to traveling for me because I miss my sister and her husband and my nephews and mom and Gavin and. If you miss Kevin. that one person, somebody's gonna like, you forgot all me. my people. I miss all the people. <laughs> all I mean, it's it's awesome and fun to travel and see different places, but it is hard sometimes to not get to see everybody as much as I'd like to. Yeah, I feel like we get some good quality time with them though when we are there. We do. When we, we do. when we do come in, we get you know. Um, they take time for us, and we get some good quality time with them when we do go to t uh, Tennessee and see your family. Yep. Donna asks, um, your favorite place, and what made it your favorite? 
So let's 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 like make this a two part question. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, let's talk about the favorite facility first, and why it was your favorite facility, and then we'll talk about your favorite location and why it was your favorite location. Okay, so my favorite facility is by far the Indian Health Services uh, Clinic in Mescalero, New Mexico. It was fascinating. I got to see a lot of different things. I'd never worked. It was more like a doctor's office type setting, and I'd never worked at a doctor's office up to that point, but it was really neat. It was fast-paced, and I got to see a lot of things that I would have never, ever got to see before. I got to see a real medicine man uh, do his thing, which was awesome and worked. Um, so don't knock it till you try it. Uh, but that was easily, hands down, my, my most favorite place was Mescalero. Okay. As far as places we've stayed, um, it's kind of a 1A, 1B. Um, it's a tie between here and Leadville because the town is awesome. Uh, getting to be able, the ability to just walk around and not have to drive anywhere. You just walk to town, walk to the grocery store. Um, everybody's super friendly. It's just, that that's really neat. I really like Leadville. But 1B would be Cloudcroft. And we stayed up close to Cloudcroft mm-hmm. in New Mexico. Um, because Cloudcroft was a really cool town, too. Yeah, okay. New Mexico and Colorado, awesome places. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Ashley said, or asks, Do you find the pressure of balancing family and work more, less, same as a traveler than you did in your stick and bricks? That traveling it's way easier. I actually have way, way, way more family time mm-hmm. as a traveler just because of uh, if for the pay and the schedule. Um, when when I was a, I guess, a regular sticks and bricks type nurse, I worked a lot. I worked, you know, six days a week, most weeks. Two jobs. Yeah, two jobs. Um so I worked all the time. So family time was, by the time I got home, most of the time the kids were asleep because they had to go to school the next day. Um, we had Sunday, I had Sunday off. So I got to see them on Sunday, but Sunday was a lot of catching up on things that I hadn't done the rest of the week because I worked 12-hour shifts. So becoming a traveling nurse, I I occasionally work overtime, but most of the time... It's a normal schedule. Um, the only downside to Mescalero and where I'm at currently at the long-term care facility here in Colorado is that it's eight-hour shifts. So I have to work more days, which, you know, that's fi- that means I work five days a week instead of three or four, mm-hmm. um, which is like a normal work week. Uh, here in Colorado, I do have an hour-and-a-half drive to the facility one way so i do i do spend a lot of time on the road here in colorado but the trade-off was really really expensive rv park 
close to Denver um, or a much more reasonable RV park rate here in Leadville. And a much better location yeah, that we much like better location. spending time in. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think we would have really enjoyed spending time, a lot of time closer than Denver. We probably would have only stayed three months yeah. and not six. We wouldn't <clears throat> have been able to do much more in Denver. Like here, yeah. we can go places. Denver, we wouldn't have been able to as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this location, although it's further location, family-wise, it's better. Yeah. yeah. And I still get I still get two days off a week here. Yeah. So, and every other weekend mm-hmm. off, so... Yeah, we prefer the schedules, though, where he gets three days every other weekend. Because three days is a great, um, the perfect amount of time to be able to travel yeah. we can, a little bit further We can distance. go camping, which a lot of people say, you live in an RV, you are camping. But, no, we're no, not. we this have is, a tent. <laughs> yeah, we have a tent. It's a circus tent, but we All have right. a tent. It's about the size of our house, but a little bit smaller, so it's camping. How has, Ashley, once again, how has this lifestyle impacted your dream of becoming a professional falconer? Well, it has completely prevented my dream of becoming a professional falconer. Do, do you um, think that was that's travel nursing, though, or your wife? That's my wife. <laughs> it's I could probably make it work somehow. I mean, the kids don't really need a room. They could... Totally sleep in the living room. We can sleep we can... on the couch. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not okay with turning the kids' room into a uh, aviary. Susie Trace asks, if you couldn't be a nurse, what would you do? I would be a professional falcon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, a successful journalist of some sort, I think. Yeah. I would like that. Or... A professional Muppeteer. I posted this on the CNA and LPN Travels um, Facebook page and asked her questions. And I got a question from Shanti. And she's asked, um, how do we travel? And um, how do we homeschool? Or how do we school for our kids? So, we have a 42-foot Volante fifth wheel that we pull with a... 2011 Chevy 2500, uh, three-quarter ton. Um, we very pull specific. it. We pull it very carefully, <laughs> um, and to the best of my ability. So before we got this camper, um, I had never pulled anything. I take that back. I pulled our car behind, behind the, motorhome. the motorhome when we had mm-hmm. it, but vastly different like not even in the same ballpark (laughs) um yeah so that's how we travel um it has what two super slides and two regular slides yeah so what's a super slide we homeschool the kids um they've done different programs almost every year we kind of just put together our own system of what we based on what what they're interested in for that year and, of course, the courses that they have to have. You know, we just kind yeah. of pick and choose what we want and put our own stuff together. And because we're um, residents, our, our home state is Tennessee, we have to follow Tennessee laws. And um, 
we pay our taxes in Tennessee and we follow Tennessee homeschool laws and we kind of just make that our home state. Mm-hmm. How is <laughs> how is the experience different for you in working in a facility as a um, travel nurse versus when you worked as a full-time employee in a facility? So... <sighs> It's less politicky, I guess. <laughs> it, that's not really a word. I'm, I'm just there to do a job. Less um, gossip. Yeah. I don't get involved in less the gossip. Tea. Which I don't get involved in. <laughs> no spilt tea. Um, <laughs> it's a lot easier to just stay out of it um, because I'm a traveler and I don't, you know. Depending on the facility and depending on the contract, I'm only going to be there sometimes a month, sometimes six weeks, sometimes three months. This contract was three months, and we extended another three because we really liked the area on that stuff. I'm just there to to do my job and come home. Okay. Let's talk about how um, travel nurses get paid. Well, it, it varies from company to company and recruiter to recruiter but typically uh, you have your base hourly pay and then um, you get part of your pay in stipends which uh, for me is like a I get a housing stipend and a food stipend we have a we have a camper that we we take places so we don't have to I don't have to have housing found for me we we take our house with us so I get to collect all of my housing stipend um, a lot of people the the agency finds housing for them so they don't get that housing stipend because it goes towards their housing but then they but they don't have to worry about finding a place it will be when, when they get to the city or whatever they're gonna have a place to stay where we we have to do our own research we have to mm-hmm. you know hunt and like I think Shannon called what forty Seven. RV parks. Yeah. Um, but as far as or taking, how close you're going to be. Yeah. As far as taking the um, the housing stipend, the reason why we don't is because we're traveling with kids. It's just much easier and more. We feel like more of a stable life for them to be able to take their house with them and we're not always packing our stuff in a suitcase and moving from location to location and that way you we get to sleep in the same bed every and every location you know we're always in our own beds and always have our own things with us instead of using things in you know cabin or hotel room or something like that somebody who is looking into becoming a travel nurse um what do you what like what's the first step? I went on Facebook onto a group. I can't remember the group, um, but there's lots of travel nursing groups, and just posted a small thumbnail of my resume, just like a quick how many years I'd been a nurse, what type of facilities I'd worked at, and within an hour I had three people calling me. Or three people like private messaging me to to give me a call. I will say this: I had done a lot of work 
in prisons at that time, and I was told by one agency that I would never be able to become a travel nurse from working in a prison, that I should quit the prison, I needed to go get a job in a hospital or a long-term care facility, work in that for at least a year um, in order to become a travel nurse. That's false uh, because right after I talked to her, I talked to the next company and they hired me immediately. <laughs> um, and for them was, so far, you've worked in... And I've worked for them for six years and I've worked... I, I have done a lot of prisons. Texas especially has a great need in their prison system for nurses, but through them I've also worked on the Indian uh, on an Indian reservation and at a long-term care facility. Um, I, th I do think that people view correctional nursing as kind of, oh, you don't really do anything. I have seen more in prison nursing than anywhere. I've worked in hospitals, hospice, uh, home care, uh, long-term care facilities, you mm -hmm. name it. I've, I've pretty much worked there, and I've seen it all in prisons. <laughs> For better or worse, you get a lot of experience nursing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know, and I've worked with some great nurses in prison. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for um, having me on your I was podcast. talking to you. I'm, 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 but I'm, <laughs> let's back up. Thank you guys for having me on your podcast. You're very welcome. You're part of it now. You'll be a regular. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for joining us. And we hope that you gain some information and knowledge about what it's like to be a travel nurse. So, first question was asked by Leanne. What challenges do you face in travel nursing that are different from the challenges when you are stationary? So, probably the biggest challenge um, with travel nursing a lot of the time is jumping into an unknown situation. If it's, A lot of the times you get um, not as much training on the systems or their policies as a regular staff employee does. Um, in particular, one of the jobs that I had, I was, I, I got to work on my first day and it took me two and a half hours to get computer access. Um, so I didn't, I wasn't being oriented, I was just I showed up to work, so I was on a cart, and basically by the time I got computer access, I was two and a half hours behind with my med pass and charting and all that fun stuff. Um, so that's probably the most challenging part, just ex being expected to learn uh, a lot of information in a very short amount of time. But personally for me, that's the part of it I enjoy. Uh, I enjoy... The challenges of, of being thrown into a situation, being, you know, having to learn it. Do you feel that you work much harder than permanent nurses at a given assignment? Not personally. I don't, I don't feel like I necessarily work harder than the other employees. You always, you always have some people that you don't feel carry 
their end of the, the load. And that's anywhere. I think that's probably with any job, not just nursing necessarily. So you always have that. But I guess I've worked at good facilities. Um, and for the most part, everybody's been willing to help out and, you know, show me the ropes. Um, the job that I'm at now, one of the night shift nurses, I, when she came in, I was very intimidated because she was... There was a lot of things that I didn't do, but it was like my second day, and I, I just didn't know how to do them. But she was super nice, and when I told her that, hey, I, I didn't know that I was supposed to do those things, she jumped in, and she's like, oh, well, let me show you how, so you can. Okay. David asks, for two future travel nurses, what advice do you give? Don't be afraid to ask questions if you don't know something exactly like how their policy goes or um, how to chart on their system. Um, be willing to accept those challenges, you know, be ready to jump in and, and help out. And probably the biggest thing is just stick with it because kind of the benefit of being a travel nurse is if the job is horrible and the people you work with are horrible, it's temporary. You're not a permanent employee. Whatever your contract is, anybody can do anything for four weeks, six weeks, 13 weeks. Just know that, hey, I don't have to be here after that, and you can move on. Also, how long have you been traveling, and how long do you plan to do it for? So... And actually, a, a picture just popped up on Shannon's uh, Facebook, I think today. We have been in the camper for, or a, a camper, not a sticks and bricks home, for six years now. And we started traveling mid-November six years ago. So, yeah, six years on the road. And we will continue to travel until Shannon says to stop. She's the one in charge of it. Yeah. She's the one that says, hey, I want to go here. And that's where, that's we, where go. we go. All right. Well, thank you for all the questions. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Don't Spill the Tea, episode three with Jason, my dad, and him. Next episode should be with Nora. We're thinking about doing life lessons. And y'all ask her questions. And we'll see what we and advice, and she'll we'll see what that how that goes. Um, but yeah, thank you. Like, comment, subscribe, share, all those fun things. Bye.